Hello and welcome to TBD. I'm Yael Evan and I'm the girl with the red lip. Growing up, I've always looked up to the wise, so I thought, why not bring something close to home here on campus? Well, we'll leave it at that. Now sitting right in front of me is Alec Ward, co-owner of Home Creative. How's it going? Good. Thanks for having me. Of course. So let's get to it. How did Home Creative begin? Um, it kind of began uh, out of necessity. Um, I moved on from a position uh, that I was previously at. My wife was also kind of in an in-between stage of doing contract work for a local editorial. And we had a friend um, that just, you know, was a little bit, you know, wiser like you are asking other people to, be, you know, speak into your life, um, kind of speak into ours and say, why don't you guys just combine what you do? Um, and I'm more of, on the visual side. My wife is more on the words and editorial side. And so um, the great match. And so, yeah, we decided um, let's make it official. Let's put things together and uh, create something um, for local bands, local artists, um, companies, you know, little things like that, that um, maybe they don't really know um, that they need this, or maybe they're looking for somebody to help them out. And so, yeah, we just jumped into it. We saw it as a need locally and it's been a lot of fun. So can you give me a rundown in short what Home Creative is? Yeah, um, it's a lot of things, uh, so it might be uh, not so short, but um, I uh, have decided that I, I really want to pursue um, any form of telling stories visually, um, so that whether that's for a brand um, looking to rebrand themselves or um, maybe even uh, moving towards, you know, helping somebody out with a wedding video, um, going in and telling a stories, uh, a company's story, um, through visuals, whether that's through video or um, art, anything like that. And so basically we want it to come alongside people and be able to explain to their audience and maybe just people that care about what they're doing um, just a little bit deeper of why they do what they do. And what are some of your favorite projects you've done? We did a, uh, a project with a local like beauty space salon um, for a dear friend named Jenny. And uh, she started the wordsmith and it's like in center of town, kind of off of college. And she approached us and was kind of in a similar position, just trying to figure out what was next for her. And it was really cool to be asked to do that. And so <clears throat> we got to come, excuse me, got to come alongside uh, her and really just kind of speak into what she was looking for. Um, and so that means a lot um, presenting to her. She like, even got really emotional and it was, you know, just our initial idea of what it could be. And so it, that feels really good when you can like uh, maybe just, you know, vision cast or be able to speak into what this person needs. They don't know specifically what they need visually, but um, being able to come alongside her and do that has been really great. So um, that's been a lot of fun. Uh, I've worked with a ton of you know, different people in the area, whether they're artists or whatever, and they're just looking to be able to, to make music and put that out on social media. And so I work with a couple um, hip hop artists, rap artists, things like that, that have really stretched me and how to tell their story and what they're doing through music. Now I'm curious, do they reach out to you or do you also reach out to people across the area? It really has been, um, for the most part, just word of mouth. And so you know, a friend, I make their, I go in and make their wedding video. Um, and then the people that are at the wedding see that I'm, I'm doing that and they get the contact from that person or what have you. And so um, I think that's a, the beautiful thing about 
uh, Fayetteville is a lot of people are, are deeply connected to others and they're able to share their experience with other people. So um, rarely do we reach out um, to people. I, I'm actually challenging myself in this next year to kind of cultivate that in our business is, uh, you know, being confident in what we do and being able to reach out to people and say, hey, we, we see that you're doing great things and we want to be able to work with you. Awesome. Now, what's the story behind the name? The story behind the name is uh, so originally we're actually changing it and kind of coming out with a new look uh, in, in the near future. So look out for that. But uh, originally we wanted it to just be a word. Um, and for us, we didn't want it to be our last name, which is Ward, because it's kind of like, what is that? It's a little too ambiguous. Um, but we wanted it to be some some form of what, what are we actually doing? Um, what's a word that kind of describes what we do? And I'm really passionate, and I've said it before, you know, like about going in and being able to kind of work on and, and see why people are doing what they're doing, um, get down to the really the like nitty gritty of it all and be able to understand, okay, you started this business and it's going in this direction, but why kind of like what you're doing right now, like asking like, why did it all begin? Um, and so for us, the word ended up being hone because we really want to hone in on like the essence of what people do. Um, and so we originally spelled it in the phonetic way. So H-O-N with like a, an, a line over the top of the O. But being a branding agency, the one lesson that we learned this first year of, of being in business is uh, you want to be as clear as possible and as plain as possible. And so there's a beauty to just, you know, truly literally spelling it out correctly for people and so we transitioned and it's been really cool to work uh with with some people and have advised us to go you know you might as well just add the e on there so that's what we're doing we're moving to h-o-n-e that's great i really like the message yeah. behind that yeah so what is it like working with your wife it's great um you know the pandemic the timing of everything and when we started everything kind of uh taught us how to work together. I think a lot of people learned um, that maybe the way that their spouse works is different than they work. And uh, yeah, there was definitely some moments when we, you know, butted heads and things like that. But this is our office. Um, I'm, I'm talking right now and she's like literally her desk is right here. She works from uh, her office now, um, but uh, in, in another place, but she has a, a desk here. And so working next to each other literally every single uh, day has been a lot of fun. Um, and getting to learn how she operates and um, she can speak into what I'm doing as well. And um, yeah, so it's a different aspect of our relationship, of our marriage, but it was good, good being coworkers. Now, what would you say your company culture is like? I think that we uh, do our best on a regular basis. Sometimes we miss, but we do our best to communicate the beauty of what people are doing. Um, and we, I believe that creativity really is for others. Um, creating something, whether that be a brand, a logo, a video um, in the corporate space, or even just personally for someone, I think it really is for other people. And if you can find beauty in the everyday, in the mundane, um, you're able to show and kind of bring people back to why um, it feels so sweet every once in a while to just like, you know, experience something that's really, really sweet and beautiful. And so 
that's the thing that I'm always aiming for um, with Hone is to communicate beauty. Um, and I think our culture, just between Claire and I, um, and even working with other artists, whether it's at a wedding with a photographer or whatever, I think we we always want to be a warm and safe space for people to see. <laughs> that made me feel good. I liked it. Good. So is your workload consistent throughout the year? No, honestly, there's there's ebb and flows. Um, that's kind of been the biggest lesson that I've had to learn about being full time um, as a business owner, freelance originally, is that um, there are times where you think everything's going to be amazing. Um, you plan, you know, personal trips for yourself and then you realize, wow, OK, these projects are all kind of wrapping up and I don't really know what's next. Um, maybe sometimes, you know, to my own fault, but uh, other times it, it really just, you know, you're not making any connections. So it's not steady. Um, and that's been the biggest adjustment, I think, for for Claire and I is learning that um, it's OK. Like, you know, you can you can take the good with the bad. You can take the lack with the, the influx of money and and live with live with it. So it's been really challenging, but good. So how would you say you deal with the unknown? Um, well, I think I'm personally just really hard on myself. Um, I tend to be a peacemaker, but also kind of a perfectionist uh, with what I do. And so uh, internally, I'm pretty hard on myself and that makes the unknown pretty scary. Um, but um, I think I've chosen a path that is refining the way that I, I look at life. And, um, you know, a lot of people uh, throughout my life have just had really, really steady jobs, but I don't know if they've really loved what they've done. Um, and, and there's, there's a place for that. Uh, there might even be a time in my life where I, I want to, you know, just make sure that we have a steady income. But as of right now, the unknown is a lot of fun. Um, but it's really scary at the same time. Now y'all are based in Fayetteville. Have y'all considered expanding your business? We have. Yeah. Um, I mean, every once in a while, I'll go and do a wedding in Dallas or Oklahoma City or Kansas City, things like that. But I would love to expand even that aspect of what we do, um, telling stories for different companies and businesses across the U.S., um, if not, you know, just in the tri-state area, but also reaching out to other people that we, we really believe in. Um, we recently have gone to Brooklyn and really loved being able to just like walk around the streets and be energized by that. So, you know, it's always it's always nice whenever you can look at New York City. Yeah, you're exactly. You're wearing the sweatshirt right now. But yeah, like we were in Brooklyn and looking at the, the cityscape and it's like, wow, there's so much opportunity here. But at the same time, you're like, wow, there's so there's so many beautiful things about Fayetteville, too. So um, I'm passionate about local business because I grew up in Fayetteville. Um, but I also want to be passionate about you know, whoever we work with in the future. Now, what is it like running a business in a college town? It's a really, honestly, it's pretty fun. Um, I think being able to, to see college students on a regular basis at, you know, a coffee shop, um, learning and growing and, and seeing that rotation of people coming in and out of the city. Um, the summers are really slow. So, and, Ironically enough, it feels like that's kind of when things dip down in, as well uh, in business. And so um, more so than I, I probably realize, the school year kind of dictates the flow of how business works in Fayetteville. Um, and I know that from a, you know just talking to other small business owners in the area. And so um, I think that's a challenge, but I think there's also a really 
beautiful thing about just being able to interact with people who are also in your city. They're not maybe from Fayetteville, but they're learning. And that, uh, that part of being in a college town is really fun. It's energizing to me. Sweet. Now, what goes into mm-hmm. building a brand for businesses and artists? Um, I think the biggest thing that I've, that I've learned and I've grown in is approaching each, each project knowing that a, a human started it um, and knowing that there's a reason why somebody is doing what they're doing because it's really, really scary to start something like a small business or a brand. Um, whether you're five years into it or one year or 10 years, I think it's always going to be a little unknown. It's going to be a little scary. And so the biggest thing that we want to do at the very front end is kind of walk through again, like the why we want to understand why somebody started what they started, why they want to use this certain symbol um, and why it's important to them that they're, you know, passionate about what they do. Um, That really helps at least me in the process of going in and saying, okay, artwork wise, we're going to choose this typeface. We're going to choose these colors. Um, a salon is way different than like a woodworking company. So, um, yeah, it goes, I think initially I would say like the most important step is getting to meet with the person and talk to them face to face and understand why they do what they do. Um, kind of have like an art therapy session a little bit and go back and find the essence of why, um, they're wanting to continue to have a small business. So it's a risk and it's, it's difficult to, to start something like that. But we're really excited whenever somebody reaches out because that means that they like trust us to make something for them. And a brand, I don't think a brand is everything. I think it, it really is. It's the flag on the ship that kind of lets people know who you are before they, before they actually get to interact with you. And we want to make that as beautiful as possible. And yeah, so hopefully that answers your question. So you mentioned trust. How would you Mm -hmm. say you create that trust between a client? I think meeting in person is really, really important. Um, as hard as it is right now to, um, it's getting easier now that things are kind of, you know, coming to wrapping up for better, for worse with COVID. I think it's easier to meet somebody at a coffee shop, but, um, being able to sit face to face with somebody is so important. And, um, I think that's the beginning of the trust. And I think slowly showing them with the way that you communicate, um, email chains and talking to them with like confidence and saying like, I've got this part, you can trust me with this. Um, sometimes literally telling them like, you can trust me with this. Um, and also knowing that like they're a human that like probably has a lot of fear about this and they're, they're offering to pay you money to like, here's a, here's a chunk of our income for the year as this business and we need you to make something. And so, I think that in itself, like all of those factors play into trusting somebody Um, and it's scary, but I think it's important and um, really, really valuable. I think you can also tell when a client doesn't trust you. Um, And so I do my best to kind of reset and reconnect and say like, hey, where am I missing these kinds of things? Because it's really vulnerability and, and and saying like, hey, maybe I didn't make it or I didn't hit the mark on this first try. I want to try again. Can you can you trust me to try again? Um, being vulnerable about your failures and how you fell on your face is like a really great way to connect with somebody. Now on to work-life balance. How do you balance your personal life and your business? 
Yeah. Um, well, your viewers can't see this, but or your listeners can't see this, but I'm literally in my office and like right through that doorway to my left is our kitchen. Um, so I work at our house every single day. And so work-life balance is really, um, it's challenging. It was really hard at first to really shut things off, but we've gotten in, into a rhythm of the end of the day. I try my best around five to put my computer to sleep, uh, shut everything down in this area and then just close this door. So hone gets to exist in this room. Um, it gets to be tidy and sweet and chaotic and all the different things. And then at five o'clock, I do my best to just shut it off and then go back into our house and be me. So, um, it's difficult, especially having my wife, like be a part, a co-owner with me. Um, sometimes it gets a little messy and we bring it into our, our daily life, but I think we, we've done a good job of, of balancing those two things. So I know you said that you try to, sorry, you try to stop working by five, but mm -hmm. do you also have to work weekends? I do. Yes. Yes. At times, um, you, you know, weddings happen on Saturdays and Sundays and sometimes Fridays. Um, so there is that aspect of it. Um, I do my best to create boundary for myself, um, to make things from Monday to Friday. Um, you're going to have the exceptions. You're going to have the big projects, music videos that need to be shot on, on Saturdays because other people have full-time jobs. But um, I do my best to really create the, the container between Monday and Friday for Hone. Now, why should people consider working with Hone? I think that being from Fayetteville, um, I have a, a really, really deep understanding, but also an empathy for the, the people in this town, um, the people that um, are trying their best to just like go day by day and, and um, I don't know, believe in, in small businesses in the area. And that's kind of, for me, that's the heart of what Hone is, is working with small businesses. Um, but I think that I've done as much work as possible to, uh, to learn everything that I can and present Hone and our, our business as something that can be trusted and that is not going to just see someone as a number or uh, a dollar sign, but somebody that really um, has value. Um, like I've, I don't feel like I've said this like three or four times already, but like the person behind a business is a human. And I think we, if we miss that, we, we really miss what we're doing and why we're doing it. Um, so I want to be able to connect with those people so they can connect with their customers or their, or their clientele, their demographic. Um, and so I, I want to see the long term, but I also want to see like who the person right in front of me. And I think that's really important. Now, have you considered other business ventures within the community? Kind of, yeah, actually. Uh, you know, I have a lot of friends. Um, we're actually uh, renting this house from the owner of Puritan right now. Um, shout out Kevin Fry. So um, Kevin is an entrepreneur and he is like all over the place and has so many ideas all the time. And that's really, really cool to watch and inspiring for me. And so I getting used to owning a business only makes me like want to see where I can invest uh, my time and my energy, my money into other people and believe in what they're doing. So I really want to kind of come alongside other people. We have a, some friends that just opened up a studio uh, in um, in Springdale, um, Solnox, and they're a little bit younger than we are, but kind of the same dynamic. And 
what they're doing, I'm like, man, how in the world can I jump on your ship and like believe and, and, you know, help you guys out in any way, because what they're doing is really, really cool. So that, that those are the, the two that come to mind. Um, but yeah, maybe something, I don't know. We'll see. Well, that's neat, yeah. but it's time to part ways though. I have one last question before I let you guys go. What is something you wish you could tell your younger self? Hmm. Um, do it anyway. I think, um, I listened to a podcast actually the other day and an artist that I really look up to said he does a lot of what he, uh, the risk that he takes and the things that he does every single day, he has to remember like the eight year old version of himself. And I think that's like, I, I've wanted to adopt that mentality recently, uh, is take the risk anyway, and it's going to be okay. I think that's what a lot of us would say to our younger selves is like, it's okay. You're, you'll be all right. Um, and take the risk, do it anyway. So, yeah. Well, thank you. It's been a pleasure having you on. I'll see y'all next week, but in the meantime, I'll just be to the beat of my own drum. <laughs>